On this episode of the Love Your Life podcast, we have Dr. Nathan Overby. Dr. Overby is an anesthesiologist specializing in pain management. He completed his residency in anesthesiology before achieving the distinction of a fellowship in interventional pain management at the University of Oklahoma Health Science Center. He is now a member of the team at the Oklahoma Pain Center, where he focuses on the care and treatment of back pain. We discuss some common causes of back pain, the differences in chronic and acute pain, and what a pain management specialist can do for you. If you suffer from persistent back pain, this episode is for you. Well, Dr. Overby, welcome to the Love Your Life podcast. How are you doing today? Good. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. We always start off with an opportunity to just kind of learn your background and and hear how you've gotten to where you are today. So if you wouldn't mind kind of sharing your background and training with us. Yeah, well, um, if you got a few minutes, it's a long road. <laughs> sure. um, so I grew up here in Edmond, Oklahoma. Um, and I went to undergrad uh, at University of Oklahoma and also spent a few years at uh, Wheaton College up near Chicago, played, played uh, some college football there. And then from there, I got accepted to medical school at uh, University of Oklahoma. Sure. Uh, after that, uh, did a residency, four-year residency in anesthesiology. Okay. And then after that, specialized further into pain management uh, there at the University of Oklahoma as well. Sure. So I was uh, there on campus uh, for for a uh, few years. Sure, sure. You had quite a bit of time yeah. there. Well, so for those who don't know, um, obviously anesthesiology and, and pain management beyond that are, are uh, kind of a broad and then a, a less broad field of, of medicine. What do they entail from your perspective and, and your practice in particular? So anesthesia, as most people know, is putting people to sleep for surgery um, and then caring for them, you know, before and after sure. as well. Um, pain management is a field that's particularly specialized uh, that involves chronic pain management. So patients that have chronic daily pain um, that need, uh, whether it be medication or injections or there, you know, there's a gamut of therapies that we offer in in chronic pain management. Uh, So, you know, I used to put people to sleep for surgery. I don't do that anymore. It's totally different. I see patients on uh, an outpatient basis. They're all awake. They're all awake. And uh, I see them more than once. Okay. They follow up in the office. My procedures that I do uh, can be done in the office or in the hospital setting. And, uh, you know, I'm seeing these patients, um, you know, for for the long term. Sure. So you've got, do you have any acute patients or is it really chronic pain management that you see? It is mostly chronic pain management. And and I know most of what you do and and maybe all of it is is spinal related. Is that correct? That's correct. The most common thing I see is, is back pain. Okay. And within that back pain realm, I mean, are there common reasons for back pain? So when you're talking about chronic conditions like that, um, pain management, um, do you think of it as a cure or is it, uh, is it management or how would you think about it in that regard? Well, um, you know, it's both. Uh, sometimes I see patients early on. Sure. Uh, when they, in the beginning stages, when they have back pain, and they may be able to see me for a few injections, um, get some physical therapy, and they get better. Uh, other patients I see uh, may be 
on the other end of the spectrum sure. where they've had a lot of injections, they've had surgery, they've had surgeries that, that have failed sure, and they still have chronic pain. And uh, so those patients, you know, they may have chronic pain for the rest of their life and I'm there to help them manage it. Manage it. And be, able to, be able to go about their day-to-day -day life with right. without significance. Sure. So in terms of, of those patients who you are seeing um, on kind of that early end basis, what would drive somebody to get to you sooner than maybe having some of those failed surgeries that, that then you have the long-term chronic pain management? So what would, what would lead to that more acute situation, not quite totally acute? Yeah, so, so like for instance, you know, a patient has a herniated disc in their back. Uh, one of the most common problems that we see, oftentimes they'll see their primary care doctor first, they may see a, a spine surgeon, sure. and then they'll refer me that patient if they want to try conservative therapy first, which is almost always um, uh, the right plan of action to try um, uh, conservative measures to treat that back pain, see if it gets better, and then as a last resort, do surgery or something like that. Sure. Um, so those, that's the most common circumstance where I see patients in the, in the beginning stages, stages of, yeah. For instance, back pain. Sure. And so when you, maybe it's across both those, those earlier stages as well as throughout the, the long-term chronic patients, what are some of the things that you're willing to do for those patients? You talked about injections and, and so forth. What all right. does that entail? So I do several procedures for um, uh, back pain, neck pain, um, and all of it involves uh, image-guided okay. uh, injections. And so we use live x-ray. Okay. We target specific areas in the spine, uh, whether it be an epidural injection, a nerve block. Um, I also offer therapies such as spinal cord stimulation. Okay. Uh, so all of these different kinds of um, uh, therapies may be, potentially be beneficial to somebody with back pain. And you really have to... Um, you know, correlate the patient's symptoms with what you see on imaging to decide the right treatment for that patient. Sure. Most people probably know an epidural, if, right. if at all, from, from pregnancy and, and, and birth. Um, when you're doing an epidural, is that something that the patient is able to walk out of the hospital, out of the, the procedure, um, able to walk, I guess, or, or is, it, is it different than, than what we would stand and think of it? That's a good question. Um, yes, my patients will walk out of the hospital within a few minutes um, uh, or, you know, about 30 minutes afterwards, sure. their legs uh, will be able to have enough strength to walk out. Uh, the difference with a labor epidural and the kind of ep epidurals I use are basically the medication. Okay. Um, a labor epidural is meant to numb up the spinal nerves to where uh, you don't have feeling uh, during labor. Mine, uh, you know, the active ingredient is really steroid. Uh, I may add a little numbing medicine in the epidural itself to give them some relief that day. Sure. But the long-term relief is really going to come from the steroid, which is an anti-inflammatory medication that we use to bathe the nerve roots and uh, help with pain. Okay. Very good. And then you talked about spinal stimulation. So what, what all might that entail for a patient? So spinal cord stimulation is a way to uh, manage pain, and it can be used uh, for different areas. We most commonly use it for low back and leg pain. Okay. Uh, most of the time, these are uh, implemented in patients that have had 
spine surgery okay. and continue to have pain afterwards. So it involves a, a device we implant uh, okay. right outside the spinal cord that emits an, an electrical signal, sure. uh, basically modulating the pain signals as they come from the low back up through the spinal cord to the brain. Got it. So is that something that um, is, is managed by the patient at home? Uh, is that something that they have to come in and have kind of changes made periodically with you in the office? So both. Um, they do have a, uh, usually a controller okay. that they can change the settings uh, on, and, uh, but they can also have the device adjusted in the clinic if need be. And so that's kind of, we talked to, about this in the context of some of those earlier on patients. Is, is it similar for those patients who've really got that long-term chronic pain who, uh, you know, may have decades left of their life that, that they're coming to see you to, to help manage that pain? Right, right. Those are the patients that we usually implement spinal cord stimulation. Got it. Um, and uh, it's historically been implemented as a last resort. Okay. Um, but with some of the new research, we've found that actually implementing it early on in the course of chronic pain is actually more effective Got it. and can keep patients uh, more active and avoid um, uh, medication. Sure. If you had to, to so you talked about um, some diagnoses, but what would you consider kind of the most common diagnoses somebody is going to come see you for? I would say uh, degenerative disc disease. Um, it's probably the most common reason. Um, for back pain. Sure, sure. Anything else that somebody would, would seek out you or maybe a, another um, uh, pain management doctor for? Um, you know, we see, uh, you know, herniated discs. Uh, we see uh, chronic neck pain. We see um, uh, chronic regional pain syndrome, okay. uh, which is a severe uh, pain syndrome affecting uh, one of the limbs. Okay. Low so, cost. yeah, I mean, we, we see headaches, uh, sure. we see pelvic pain, okay. we see all sorts of chronic pain. Um, I bring up back pain because that's the most common thing sure. uh, and easy to talk about. So. Sure, yeah. absolutely. If, are there any myths that, uh, that you'd want to dispel? I know we've talked a little bit maybe about opiates um, and, and their role in some pain management, but are there any myths that, uh, either from an anesthesiology or a pain management standpoint? Want to talk about. Yeah, the biggest thing that uh, I try to address with patients is I see a lot of patients that have that come to my office and say, "Yeah, doc, I've had one injection; it didn't work." You know, uh, you know, no further injections are going to work for me. Sure. And so, but that's not always the case. Um, you know, not all spine injections are the same. Sure. Everybody thinks of epidural, and I think that's the only option. We've already talked about well, two not. different versions. For yeah. Sure. Um, it's not the only option. There's often times other, other options we can offer patients for um, back pain other is, than epidural. Is it ever a situation where um, the patient's going to need potentially multiple doses before they're going to see the relief that they're really after? Or is it, is it I know you had talked about yes. kind of the anesthetic right off the bat with the steroid to get some immediate relief. A lot of times it does take two or three injections uh, for the patients to see the results that we're looking for. Sure, sure. Um, if I were a new patient coming to see you for the first time, what would you, what would be the top three things you'd want to know from me as a patient so that I can get the most out of my experience with you? Yeah, so the things I always want to know are, you know, the basic things. I want a good description of the areas where you hurt. 
Um, and uh, I also want to know what therapies have you had in the past that have sure. been helpful? And then the last thing is, what are your goals? You know, what, what, how is this affecting your life? Um, what things do you want to do that you can't do? Sure. Um, so, you know, patients have different goals. Some patients want to get through 18 holes of golf. Uh, other patients just want to sit and be able to enjoy a movie. Sure. So if we can find the source of the pain and then know your goals, we can oftentimes help you get to where you want to be. Absolutely. Anything we haven't addressed today on, uh, on anesthesiology or pain management that you'd like us to know? I don't think so. Um, I think we covered a, a good portion of it. All right. Yeah. You want to give yourself a plug and, and where you work and everything? So I work um, uh, two places. I work at the uh, Oklahoma Pain Center, uh, which is the north side of Oklahoma City, and also at the Oklahoma Spine Hospital, which is in that same area uh, on Portland and Memorial. Awesome. Well, Dr. Overby, thank you for uh, being on the podcast today. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Love Your Life podcast. We hope it helps you take the next step in your healthcare journey. If you loved it, share it on social media. Give us a review in your podcast player of choice or drop us a line about a topic you want covered. I'd like to thank our sponsor, Physical Therapy and Balance Centers of Oklahoma City, Physical, F. Y-Z-I-C-A-L, physical, spelled different because we are different. I'd also like to thank our producer, Julia Burwell, and Elise Collier for her fabulous intro. The Love Your Life podcast is meant for informational purposes, but should never replace the individualized advice of your medical professional. If you need advice, speak directly with a healthcare provider.